Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you don't know, you won't know, but we about to tell you so it's okay. My name is Dangerous Duke. And I'm your boy, Stevie Jobber. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, just putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Um, that. I'm not going to lie, we have quite some, we got quite the interesting lineup this week. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of good stuff. There was a lot of bad stuff. A lot of shocking stuff. But uh, as always, man, we're going to kick it off with the wrestler of the pod. And for that, you're going right over to Stevie. All right. So wrestler of the pod. Um, I, I actually, you know what? I follow so many people that sometimes I forget who I know and who I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, wrestler of the pod this week is part of our NXT news that we'll oh. get into later. Okay. Um, and shout out again because this is the second reality of wrestling wrestler of the pod we've had. Oh. So they're getting their numbers up in here. There you go. Uh, wrestler of the pod today is Angela Arnold, mm-hmm. a.k.a. AQA, Oof. former ROW Women's Champion, and this previous year she was their uh, OMG Moment of the Year winner. Oh, right on. Um, very under the radar, mm-hmm. but... As we've seen from Will All Day, Ember Moon, people that come out of uh, Booker T's uh, training facility often are a lot better than you would expect. Yeah, they definitely have great tutelage uh, coming from reality of wrestling down there in Texas. So, guys, go check her out. AQA, uh, Angela Arnold, and congratulations to her for getting signed. Yeah, definitely. Um, she definitely was... A great signing for them. Uh, definitely somebody who could show a lot of potential, um, especially from a highly, uh, from a class with high potential. But mm-hmm. like we said, we'll get into that uh, later on in the yeah. show. Yeah, we got. You know what? Later, I do actually have some WWE news to chip in. Mm, okay. But I'll, I'll I'll wait and seize my opportunity at the time. All right. If if, if there um, was if there was ever an edge moment, for that now, would be you. For now. Um, let's get into the indie news because I got a lot, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to kind of rattle off. Um, the biggest thing is MLW is returning their uh, Underground series. Yeah. Where they show all their past matches. Mm-hmm. And they basically used to be CZW because Abdullah yeah, they used Butcher to, yeah. there. I, I was going to say, they just did something with, uh, they showed Abdullah the Butcher and Terry Funk. Yeah. And if that's not extreme, I don't know what is. I don't know, yeah, especially especially with Abdul the Butcher, Jesus. So like, that's gonna be very interesting. Yeah, that. Um, I didn't watch that match. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm pretty sure just hearing the two names that are in that match. Yeah. You know something happened. Like you know there was definitely some crazy stuff happening. Like somebody might have pulled out a cheese grater. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Almost, most definitely, probably. Yeah. I uh, mean, that was like a normal. Thing Abdullah would have probably tried to bite Terry Funk's head. Yeah. Like you know. There's blood everywhere. I'm sure. Yeah. That I don't know what it was with that man and his fixation with blood, but you know. He was the butcher for a reason. Yeah. You know, like um, like a little more than most people. Back to current day MLW. Hmm. Probably the biggest news for us, uh, Wrestler of the Pod versus Wrestler of the Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Fatu is Man. fighting Jordan Oliver for Oof. the MLW World Championship. 
And you know what? I think this is the... Like, I'm pretty sure this is the first time that this has ever happened for us, where two wrestlers of the pods are going at it with one another. I just got to say, we know how to... Pick. Actually, no. No. This, this, happened, this has happened before. With who? Leo and Myron Reed. Yes, this has happened before. Right now, MLW is taking the lead. <laughs> they are They are really killing so, it. So this is the second time it's happened. They're really killing it. Um, moving on, ROH news. Um, so we, we referenced this sometimes uh, back when we went to go see the ROH show at mm-hmm. the end of, uh, was it last year? Uh, the end of 2019, I believe. 2019? Yeah, because... 2020. At the ROH show we went to, mm-hmm. we saw the debut of these like big, um, dreaded guys that came in and just wrecked shop. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now called Shane Taylor Promotions. Yeah. And they're now the new six-man tag team champions. Okay. And coming up, ROH has a show. Um, this weekend, actually, so by the time you people are hearing this, it'll probably already have happened. But uh, Shane Taylor is going up against Rush for the ROH Championship. Mm-hmm. On top of that news, um, EC3 has signed officially with ROH, which is... Um, I actually... There's something that... There's a couple things that were bothering me about that. EC3 getting signed, okay, that's cool. Absolutely. I feel like WWE didn't need to let him go. Mm. They could have just actually used him. Because yeah, this but... he was better this signing than he was the first time they signed him. Yeah. yeah. And considering their product now, you don't really have anybody aside from like maybe three people who you're like pushing really far. Like it's gotten so bad to the point that you had to throw Miz back in the bunch. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have used somebody like him, whether it was in their mid card or you know yeah, tease, really tease the main yeah. event, but don't put him there. But yeah. obviously, you could have used him now on either show, basically NXT too. So all three shows you could have used them. And I'm kind of upset with Ring of Honor because out of everybody from those Black Wednesday firings, mm-hmm. you could only sign EC3. How, like what? Like they fired thirty. Well, you gotta remember. Unlike everyone else, ROH had stopped taping. Yeah, but so I don't know if they were like really looking at who they had and who they could get because they knew they couldn't offer them any immediate uh, promotion. I mean, the way I would look at it is, it's kind of like they they let go of one of their big stars and Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And usually when something like that happens, you have to counteract it with another signing. making room for something. Yeah, like a big signing or something. So basically you let go of Marty Skrull, probably the biggest name in ROH at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And your consolation prize is EC3. Like on just kind of a step down. Oh yeah, on, pa- on paper, you can tell one of these stars is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Like It's not like they're kind of close or... You know, the new signing is better than the one you fired. Oh, yeah. I mean, you let go of somebody that was part of your creative, part of your training team. Mm-hmm. Had the biggest faction on the show. Probably the best merch seller over there mm-hmm. with with Villain Enterprises. And just as he definitely got the biggest reaction when we were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was between him and uh, 
Jay Lethal. They yeah. they were the two biggest reactions. And Wasn't Pete, Joe Hendry there? Joe Hendry. Um, Joe Hendry got a pretty big pop. Who else? But I think that's just because people like saying his name. So did uh, uh, what was uh, what the hell's his indie name? Um, PJ Black. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. He, he got a good pop too. But yeah, that's that's basically. I I wasn't a huge fan of the EC3 signing. Like, okay, it's there, but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't. But you know what? He was really the only person. I mean, he was that was really the only promotion he was working with once he hit the Indies. He kept. I I don't know. He kept sending signals out that maybe he'd go back to Impact, but the only people he really had matches with were ROH. Yeah. So I guess it was inevitable. And they just finally, you know, made it a thing. But I will say this though: I don't think he, I don't think he was needed in Impact. I don't think he was needed in ROH. But then again, ROH is for like a certain type of demographic. I want to say because it's very like I don't know, like watered ECW. Yes. Yes, like like exactly. like like ECW light, like they do. It's a certain kind of gritty. Kind yeah, of show. like like they're gritty, but they're not you know like, hitting each other with steel chairs every yes. single night, going yes. through tables every single night. Like the wrestling is real wrestling. Yeah, like it's, it's like, it, like it is like wrestling. The Briscoe brothers are not ECW per se, but they're like ECW of ECW focused on wrestling more, mm-hmm. but also was like badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're trying to say. Agreed, like as far as in ring talent, I don't think he's ever really blew anybody out of the water. But yeah, I like guess he, with this new persona, he fits the mold. Yeah, like he he he's trying to get more uh more gritty and change it up a bit. So I mean, I guess that's where you he, know, he's he bouncing away from that you know chiseled physique, that money physique, that money like persona, yes. and actually trying to get more. If I if I had to put a word to it, he, he's trying to get more Moxley to him. Mm, yeah, just add a little more of that, you know. Which and we can double back to that later mm-hmm. um, when we talk about NXT because I have an interesting connection I want to throw out there. Um, last thing I got is um, Lethal and our recent wrestler of the pod, uh, Jonathan Grisham. Yeah, are defending the tag team titles. This weekend or this past weekend, if you're listening Monday, uh, which you probably you should be, you should be listening every Monday. Damn right. Um, against Dragon Lee and Kenny King, um, I don't think they're losing the titles. I don't think so either. But I feel like they've had they. I feel like they've had it forever. Right? When we went, they tag team champions. On yeah, losing? when we went, they were the tag they've team had champions. They had those titles for forever. Yeah, so either it's like they've been losing them and getting them back real quick, or they've just been holding on to them for, yeah, for God knows long how time. long. But and Ring of Honor is known to do that. They're, they're known to have people as their champ. I was going to say. Jay Lethal was champ for forever. I was going to say, Joe was the Ring of Honor champ for like, what, 600 and something days? Yeah. Like 690 yeah. or something like that? So, But they cut a really good promo, and it brings you back to what makes... It makes you wonder why no one else is signed Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Um, because the focus of the promo was that um, Dragon Lee and Kenny King had just beat the Briscoes yeah. to earn their title shot. And Grisham and Lethal was like, you know, that's really good. You should be proud of yourself. The Briscoes are a hard team to beat. But 
this weekend you're gonna have to fight us in a pure wrestling match mm -hmm. against two of the greatest pure wrestlers today. And and when you think about it, Jay Lethal is a pure pro wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and he. It, it really solidifies what ROH is about. Like it's a it's a it's a it's a gritty wrestling show. Why do you think we like the indie so much? Why do you think he's stayed for the majority of his career in the quote-unquote indies? Mm. That's, and, that's his bread and butter right and there. And I think when it comes down to it, you look at Jay Lethal and you look at his, you know, his young boy, Jonathan Grisham. Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, when you're trained by one of the greatest pure pro wrestlers in the world, that's essentially going to be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. you, you're going to be second in line after that. These are two of the best pure pro wrestlers there is today. Not flippy, not super technical, just all around great pure pro Yeah, like, like they're good at the art of wrestling. And if you notice, Jay Lethal is a great single star. Yeah. And he's also a great tag team uh, yeah. specialist. Yeah, because this isn't the first tag team partner that he's had successful. Most of the people he's been in a tag team with are great pure wrestlers. Like, they're good at other styles, too, but they're great pure wrestlers. Mm. Shout out to Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt. Love Jonathan Grisham. Xavier Woods, who was mm. Consequences Creed. I do remember that. You're going to laugh at this one. Mm. Ron Killings. They tag-teamed for a little bit. They were tag-teamed? It wasn't for very long. It, I have to look back. It, it wasn't for I, very they long. Were in, they were both in Yeah, it time. wasn't for very long. But I they, can see Ron the Truth killings. And I, and I know how much you love our truth. So We, we got to have that pod. <laughs> it, won't be, it won't be today, but I, we'll have it. I know how much you love our truth but as for as big of a goofball as he was in mm -hmm. WWE, he was a great wrestler in Impact. Yeah, Ron so, the Truth Killings is, has all the support in the world for me. Yeah, just, just Ron, though. Just Ron. <laughs> yeah, but... He's uh, he's been around great wrestlers and he's taught great wrestlers and for God's sake, AJ Lee, mm -hmm. he trained AJ Lee. Mm -hmm. You tend to forget, but mm -hmm. he's great at what he does. Definitely. Um, moving on, New Japan news. The only thing I have from New Japan this week, um, because I don't think uh, Kenta and Moxley square off yet. Mm -hmm. Only New Japan news I have is a rumor. So. Take it with a grain of salt, but it could be a great rumor. There's rumors that during the uh, New Japan Strong, where they're promoting their junior heavyweights, mm -hmm. um, Leo Rush was out there, Blake Christian was out there, TJP was out there. Um, rumors are that during the tapings, Marty Scroll was backstage. Please. So. Please. Mm -hmm. Please. This could be getting very interesting. Please because let it Marty happen. Scroll joins New Japan. Does that mean Marty Scroll is back in the Bullet Club? I I, I kind of hope so, but Does I also he have to choose sides. I kind of hope so, because then that just makes the bridge easier to oh, <laughs> easier to right? easier it just to cross. Makes it easier to cross. That just makes that bridge so much easier to cross. And I think the controversy could definitely surround Marty Scroll's decision. Mm -hmm. If he's initially embraced by the Bullet Club, and then they start getting these invasions and scrolls just in the background, like I don't know what to do. I will say this though, I feel like Marty Scroll and Jay White could interact very well together. Mm. Mm -hmm. 
because Jay White's starting to he's starting to grow on me a little bit. I'm still not completely sold on him, but for what he's doing now, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm starting to actually watch it and pay attention to it. It's not completely terrible, mm-hmm. but you know, it's still. Are you are you saying your Jay White is starting to grow on you? Uh, I've not grow on me per se, but he's starting to become tolerable. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not completely there yet, but it's like, all right, if you're letting Tama talk more and you're letting, you know, the other guys talk more Mm -hmm. and you're talking less or only talking when you need to, Mm -hmm. then it's starting to become tolerable. doesn't feel forced. Gotcha. All right, moving on from New Japan, Impact. So, um... Impact's biggest thing the past year mm-hmm. has been their pay-per-views. Every pay-per-view seems to be better and better and better, um, especially since Slammiversary. So, next, next pay-per-view is March 13th. The big matches I want to focus on are Jordan and Jazz getting a shot at the women's tag titles. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Against uh, Fire and Flavor. I haven't been really keeping up with Fire and Flavor's whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they look like two Sasha Bankses. So, generally, I kind of get it already. So I don't need the and the, they haven't they haven't really been having huge uh, rivalries, mm-hmm. which would make sense that Jordan Grace and Jazz are getting another shot at the titles. My initial pick to win the tournament the first time. Yeah. So hopefully. March 13th, they come home with the titles because management has realized, you know what, Jazz and Jordan are probably the best tag women we have because it's Jordan, Grace, and Jazz. Yeah. And it's kind of obvious to everyone else. I was going to say, I mean, that's just a testament. I want to just big big props to Jazz right now, dude, because that's, that's a testament to her. How long has she that's been true. in the business that she's still... Mm-hmm. Even with the company that she's with at her age, not mm-hmm. saying she's older or anything, but considering how long she's been in the business, mm-hmm. to still say she's one of the best in the spot that she's in right now is a testament to her and her skill. Mm-hmm. So and bit- credit credit to Impact for doing what they got to do because at this point they're number three in line. Yeah, because honestly, most people it's WWE AEW Impact Impact is. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not on the same level as WWE, but no one's been able to be on the same level as WWE since AEW. I I, I was going to say, if we're going by content-wise at the current state, I wouldn't even put WWE number one, but that's just me. Um, But yeah, and most companies wouldn't have even given somebody like Jazz another shot, considering Mm -hmm. how old she was. WWE would have said she's too old and have her back for a rumble, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Or or they would have just demeaned her. Or they would have demeaned her. Which, ugh, once that personal opinions pod comes out, man. Yeah. <laughs> a lot I'm going to keep plugging it. I'm going to keep plugging it until people are sick of it. And like, a lot of people are going to love that one, man. Okay. They're, they're going to love what we got to say. But um, Moose, uh, Moose's title, as you know, Moose brought back the TNA Impact Championship. They have officially, Scott Demore has officially recognized that as a world title. So, mm, okay. Not really a fan of Moose, even though he did show his ass in the last pay per view. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not the huge, not the so not the biggest fan of Moose, but I do love the TNAs embracing TNA instead of just calling everything Impact. Mm-hmm. We all know it's still TNA. Yeah, they're they're remembering where they came from exactly and what their popularity. The height of their popularity was. Which is exactly what you should do after a major comeback from wrestlers from uh, formerly being on the Guide Channel mm-hmm. to now being probably the a part of the second biggest promotion in wrestling. God. You should embrace the fact that you used to be the shit, and now you're the shit again. Remember in people's faces. Remember, remember their days on Spike TV. I do. I do. They, they should try to get it. You know what? After this contract is up, I would try to get back to Spike. Mm-hmm. That, or go to TNT, which I don't think will happen. But go, go to Spike. I was you know gonna what say, I mean? Why not? I was going to say, try to find a, another you know TV provider that you can go I to. I wouldn't mind it. Go back to Spike and be like, listen, I don't know if you've been knowing. I was going to say, go to shit again, Spike, you know? MTV. MTV. One of those would channels. Definitely, would definitely be great. Imagine MTV hosting a MTV wrestling show. Be- MTV been about wrestling. Well, it's not like they're about music anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. CZW. (laughs) But yeah, I would try to get back with Spike after this TV deal is over because Mm -hmm. now you're the shit again. Yeah, that that would be cool to actually get them on another cable program again. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to share all your news via YouTube Mm -hmm. and show the finishes of matches and shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Enough of the paid ads from Tony Khan. Mm-hmm. And right, and you get the Tony Khan ad money, so you know you're bringing kind of two businesses. Um, so that's gonna happen. Uh, Moose has been recognized as uh, an official world champion, mm-hmm. and this Sunday he will be fighting Rich Swan, the Impact World Champion. Two different things: TNA champion, same same Impact champion, but different, but different. They will be squaring off for the uh, Impact World Championship. I don't know who's going to win, but I will say that it is smart at this stage to have more than the X Division title mm-hmm. as the secondary title. So, and it, it really helps the whole belt collector storyline of Kenny Omega still going to go there. Yeah. Because now he can pick up a title and they can still have a title. Oh, yeah, because I was going to say basically... um. That's kind of what I was thinking. If if we're going to go the belt collector route with Kenny Omega, what makes for the more exciting match for the Impact title? Would it be Kenny Omega and Moose mm-hmm. or Kenny Omega and Rich Swan? Um, Rich. I was going to say, because on paper... Only because they could do more in the ring. I was going to say, for me on paper, neither one of those matches seem too exciting. Exciting, no. But they if both I, seem like if, easy Kenny Omega wins. Yeah, very much. And if I had to choose between one or the other, I'm going to go Rich. Obviously, for as much as I hate storytelling, you got to face, you got to heal. It just... Put them in the ring. It makes sense. That's how you tell your story right there. And Moose is generally a heel, so mm-hmm. it I don't, just wouldn't work. Yeah, I don't think wise. Moose has been a face, God, in years. Yeah. But plus they can do more in the ring to what you said. You know, they can both do the flippy spinny stuff if they need to. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably go Rich Swan in that case. And um, 
small news. Um, so the Edgeheads are in the same place now. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of at odds. And it's interesting. I, 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 I don't know if I'm like all in to see them. Yeah, I don't know if I would pay to see the main event. No, no, yet. no. Not main event, but... But I could definitely. It would be a. It would be a good like. Had one of them had the X division title, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at them at the middle of the show being like, the mid card main event. Yeah. Okay. I could. I guess I could see that. And they've already established who's heel and who's face. Uh, Brian Myers heel, obviously. It here's the here's the thing, because Matt's thing is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Matt's thing is he's still kind of Zack Ryder. Yeah. He's just a buffer version of mm-hmm. himself. So his whole thing is that I'm here to be everything that I can be, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think his new his new slogan's always ready. <laughs> um where Brian Myers is yeah, it's very corny. But it's very mad. Like, you know what I mean? Zack Ryder was never the most cool guy. He was corny. He was corny. But he was a he was he was a childhood, you know, wrestling fan. That's always been his gimmick. Mm-hmm. So that's who he is on the Indies. Brian Myers, on the other hand, has been very doing very dirty, dastardly things. <sighs> Dastardly yeah. things. <laughs> He's been embracing his uh, his mentor, uh, wearing similar tights, um, attacking people from behind, making fun of Tommy Dreamer, which is a thing that Edge does a lot. I was going to say, it's like we've seen this before, but I, I just can't, you know, put my finger on where we've seen this. Yeah, yeah. Wearing Edge-inspired gear, oh. like tights that were just like Edge's in the 90s, which is hilarious. So Brian Myers essentially is a bad edge, but not edge. <laughs> he said bad edge. But yeah, but he's like not edge. Edge in the sense that he's evil or edge in the sense that is it bad edge in the sense that yeah, he's doing like, a like, bad like, job. <laughs> like if <laughs> it's like if 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 uh it's like if Edge had a kid and never taught him about being a face. That's <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's Brian Myers. He's like a, he's just pure evil. So <laughs> so uh, and his one eye now. I somewhere I was along just... this line I forgot what happened where Brian Myers lost his eye. He's embracing the Nick Fury but he has role. No eye. <laughs> Last time I trusted someone I lost an eye. And that's what happened. He so, lost his eye. So essentially, Matt's whole thing is that um, he's good edge and Brian Myers is bad edge. Imagine <laughs> if Matt just comes out, I got your eye. I got your eye. Just shakes the glass eye. And he's like, uh, our whole careers, you've... Uh, I forget the term he used, but he's like, uh, you've you've done... That's what he said. Uh he described the BM in Brian Myers as a uh, bare minimal. Damn. You've done Damn. the least amount possible to get where you are. Damn. You're bare minimum, Brian Myers. Damn. 
And so he's like, you know, like we're friends and all, but like you're kind of like lazy. Damn, that's a <laughs> that's a stake to the heart right there. Damn. You are bare minimum, Brian Myers. Like even if the promo wasn't good, you still gotta go, Oh, that was cold. That's a shot. That was cold. That hurts. Damn. That hurts. Bare minimum, Brian Myers. So <laughs> We'll make that a t shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> So I would get that shirt. That's hilarious. If only we had a crowd to figure out how to chant that. Um, yeah. So he called him. Bare I'm, minimum. I'm mad. I'm over here in my head trying to figure out how to how chant, chant that, that and make it yeah, sound cool. Um, bare minimum, Brian Myers, and it's it's sad because it it kind of rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brian, they orig- they originally were at odds because of that. And then just recently, um, uh, Matt is the ref for one of his matches. My bad, I'm, I'm practicing. Still trying to figure out. Yeah, chant. I, my bad, I'm over here practicing the chant. <laughs> but yeah, he was the guest referee for one of his matches. So um, Brian is meeting him in the back and is like, "Hey, buddy." <laughs> he was like, "Listen, I know what you're gonna do, dude. I'm calling it down the middle." And he was like, well, why don't we call it down the middle-ish? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, classic. And it, and it doesn't help that is now everyone thinks of him as bare minimum Brian Myers. So you're not doing Minimum Myers. Dum, 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 dum. It doesn't work. I, I got I to gotta work on it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, I'm going to have to figure this out. <laughs> so, like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not ready for a main event with Matt Cardona versus... Uh, Brian Myers. But no, if, but if one of them happens to come upon a title, I wouldn't be mad at them being a mid card main event. I would watch X Division title match Matt Cardona versus Brian Myers. I would watch a street fight Matt Cardona Brian Myers. I would definitely watch that. That would be fun, especially after him, uh, Brian Myers proving himself against uh, Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. I would. I would definitely be open to a street fight between the two. Yeah. They could definitely put on a good match, but I don't think it'll be main event, uh, main event like material. Yeah, yeah. And then get Christian to be the guest referee. Ooh. Of course, then he's never allowed back in WWE. In that time that him and Edge hugged in the Royal Rumble is the last time you're gonna see him. But, but, but it would be fun to see stepdad. That 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 would kind of be worth it though. Because they got the last moment in the ring with the hug. If that was their last time in the ring, I would be okay with that. <laughs> right. Well, if, if that was Christian's last time in the ring, I'd yeah, be okay yeah. with that. He hugs Edge and is like, all right, I'm going to go take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, it, it's my weekend with the kids. Stop fighting. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I would love to see that, actually. Mm-hmm. Impact if you're listening. <laughs> bring back uh, bring back Christian bring back Christian Cage we need Christian Cage the instant classic I'm not gonna lie I kinda, show these boys how to succeed in life I kinda wanna hear that song again now I do too I do too he was the shit in Impact that he he's was he's a main eventer outside of WWE everywhere outside that. of WWE um but after that I think we've we've done enough indies I think that's all I got mm-hmm. uh, we can get into NXT all right, so we're going to get into NXT. Um, I'm just going to talk about a couple moments first before I get into something that's really exciting. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Santos Escobar and Karrion Cross had this no DQ match. Mm-hmm. It was a great fucking match for NXT, if I don't say so myself. Um, obviously, the show hasn't been as great as it could have been, or as it was in you know months and mm-hmm. years before. But um, I feel like now they're starting to pick it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But it, this still needs some work. But this match was great. Um, Santos Escobar, it turned. It was a one-on-one match that majority of the match turned into three-on-one because he had his group come out and help him. Mm-hmm. And Cross was putting in work. I'm not going to lie. Like He literally grabbed the other two dudes and sent them flying through the um, those like protectors mm-hmm. that are above the, the guardrails now. He sent them both flying through them. Like literally mm-hmm. just grabbed them by their head, looked right at Santos Escobar, yelled and launched them. Nice. And then uh obviously this fight went all over the arena. It started in the ring, went into the crowd, into the, you know, concession area outside. Like there was a point in time that they were getting thrown into cars, thrown into the trucks and stuff like that. Mm. And making their way back into the ring. And I like this match. Uh, I want to. I actually was skeptical on them feuding. Mm-hmm. I want to see more of it. Yeah, I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to take this. Go back and watch. I, I'm, I'd be willing to take this feud all the way to a takeover. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I would go beyond the takeover though. Uh, no. But I, I could definitely see this going to the takeover before Mania, or the takeover at Mania. Yeah. I could see that happening. Um, and you know what it is? Um, I think it's because as long as they keep running this story of this like egotistical little guy mm-hmm. <laughs> that's trying to find a way to beat this giant, it feels like a better version of um, baby Seth Rollins. With J and J security, trying yeah. to fight off Kane. Mm-hmm. You got Mexican Seth Rollins and uh, <laughs> and and Kane with a with a female Paul Bear. Mm-hmm. No, I like it though. Um, it's actually making me like I already liked Cross before, mm-hmm. but this is actually making me like him more. Yeah, it really, it really puts uh, an extra spotlight on his strength. But the only thing that scares me now is. Naturally, they're both heels. Is this, is this kind of their way of trying to get cross face? Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to think that Triple H being Triple H, mm-hmm. Paul, my guy, um, is trying to transition to a place where, um, as John Cena would put it. There aren't really heels and faces. There's just people. So and situations that make so, them so bad basically people they, they want situations that make them good people. They 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 just want to get rid of the the good the the gimmick of heel and face pretty much. Exactly. They're trying to they're trying to arrive at a place where everyone is kind of like Triple H. Because historically Triple H has never had to change who he is, mm-hmm. except when he was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, and that bullshit wasn't flying. Yeah, but um, once he was Triple H, he never really had to change who he was. 
there were just situations that made him a face and made him a heel. But he never really changed his character. He never had to evolve into a different kind of person. He was always Triple H. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what he's trying to do now co- with... You could say that there guys. was a couple characters uh, or superstars from WWE that have been like that. They never changed who they are. They just... Kind of adjusted. Yeah. Give, given a situation that arose. Exactly. And I think Triple H being that kind of guy, mm-hmm. he wants to create characters that um, can be heel or face depending on the situation. Now, the, my worry with that is, will it become too generic? Mm. That 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 would be probably my my one worry because they're kind of having that problem right now of genericness. Mm-hmm. So, would it make your product even more generic than what it is? Well, that depends on the writing. And, and we, we we dove into the writing one too many times, as we've always said if you write something the right way anything is possible yeah we we, we've dove into the writing and the hollywood at the beginning of him versus gargano he was a terrible human being yeah but when he came back from that neck injury oh my god we loved him he was the shit Mm. and he didn't have to change who he was at all as a matter of fact, what made him so praised was who he was. Yeah. Same thing with Seth Rollins. When Seth Rollins turned on the shield, automatically a bad guy. He's a piece of shit. He's the worst guy in the world. He mm-hmm. does everything in the world to do whatever he takes to get whatever he wants, but he's he sucks. Mm-hmm. And then we lost him for a year, and we were happy when he came back and was the exact same person. As well, a yeah, because we were more upset when he turned into a good guy. I, I think it was because we weren't ex- the biggest fans of uh, Roman at the time. And that's what, but that's what it's about. Via situation, Seth Rollins can be whoever he wants to be. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to like. That's why this Messiah thing needs to die. Yeah, because yeah. you can't be a face and the Messiah at the same time. It just doesn't work. But if you're just an asshole. It is what it is. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then you can be heel or face depending on the situation. Triple H has been able to do it. Tommaso Ciampa has been able to do it. And fucking, um, there's somebody recent. Randy Orton's been able to do it. Edge has been able to do it. A lot of the people that are great that never change character are people who just adapted to the situation mm-hmm. and became heel or face based on where they were. Yeah. And I think that's where they're trying to move now because being just a heel all the time is can get you stale. Being just a face all the time can get you stale. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times there's not a way to write perfectly for you to just change that. Like Kane being a face is kind of hard to write for yeah. unless you create a perfect situation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Kane as a face, that was a... He, I don't think he was a face many times. I think the only times it was good for him to be a face is if he had to interact with somebody else. Yeah, somebody basically had to be so terrible that you just rooted for Kane. Like Damn. with the like with the Edge and leadership. Like they were just such bad people. Mm-hmm. You just had to root for the monster. Like it just, oh oh now I see what you mean. I I thought you, you know meant I mean? like I, I like, you, you were thinking think back to like X Pac. 
tag teaming with yeah. Like, it didn't really work. It was just funny. So you 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 let it go. Hurricane. But, exactly. But you just you just let it go because it was funny. But or like hell, team hell no. Daniel, yeah, still a heel. But it was just it was funny. So. It but worked. he was getting cheered. So it's, it's one of those cases Take where her. they just want to have it be via situation. I, I was gonna say, what about Taker? Anytime he's with Taker, he's getting cheered. Yeah. But that's off the back of Taker, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> nobody has the heart to boo Taker. Taker can be whatever he wants, but it, it, that's not the same as uh, a Triple H kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of yeah. just Taker's been Taker for so long. Mm-hmm. You just you can't. You, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what he does; he's getting cheered for it. Yeah. Um, like he could tombstone Daniel Bryan after WrestleMania thirty. Where Daniel Bryan won the tag team, the um, WWE Championship, and he would get cheered. Like, it would just, it would be like, oh my God, now he's going to fight Taker. This is awesome. Undertaker you know? guy is just going to be sitting there with his eyes wide open, like, ah. So, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, something that's heartbreaking, man, but this, I think this is the last thing I got for NXT. We're not undisputed no more. Yeah, that's over. That's yeah, done. I mean, I don't know what Bobby Fish is gonna do when he comes back, but <laughs> Bobby's poor Bobby. He's just sitting at home, like what the hell? Everybody's getting jumped, and I'm I just... leave for five minutes, and you burn the house down. That just tells me Bobby Fish was the glue holding everything together. <laughs> I'm going for he was five the Kevin minutes. Nash, yeah, me. I'm going for five. Damn, he is gonna be the Kevin Nash. He's gonna be the Kevin Nash. You guys are my friends. We gotta get this together. <laughs> Oh man, oh, uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be great to watch. Yeah, but um, turned on both. He's he's game. gone for five minutes, like you said, gone for five minutes. The house is flipped upside down. You know the 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 step brothers are at each other's throats, kind of, and then the dad is just over here beating his kids. Roddy, we we Poor need Roddy. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really care for Roddy at first. Trying to hold together the friendship. Yeah, man. Roddy just trying to be the one to hold everybody together because the glue is gone. So now they just got a rubber band holding it, and the it, rubber band it, was just ripped. So, you feel so bad for Roddy because he cut the promos like he really bought into the fact that this was a family. Yeah, you been. I don't like, know what it is. We always feel bad. Why do we always feel bad for Roddy? Because. <laughs> We felt bad when I remember when he, when he was against the undisputed era, and we felt bad for him then. We're and just we like, come on, dude, just just do it. We felt bad for him because you know they they presented a great point because mm-hmm. he wasn't getting very far without them. No, not but, at all. And he was getting kind of stale. Like your story's cool and all, but let's not act like you're not married to part of the four horsewomen. Like you're you're doing fine in life. Like no one's mm-hmm. gonna feel sorry for you. And then when he turned and he based it off of like these are the guys that really have my back and shit. You were like, okay, I guess we'll let it go because whatever. And Pete Dunn's gonna whip your ass anyway when he gets your hands when he gets his hands on you. So pretty much, I guess it's okay. And, and you, now you just you come this far and you realize no this whole time he hasn't realized that Adam Cole is a terrible person. You really thought this was a family unit, like you didn't expect this at all. I'm That's more so upset because I wanted to see it on. I wanted to see them actually on the main roster together. 
of the Undisputed Era. And I'm yeah. scared because where does this put yeah. Kyle at the end oh, of the no. day? Do you think this leads to the loser leaves the NXT thing? And then Adam Cole loses and he's on the main roster. Well, I mean, as, as long as, you know, Kyle doesn't get put on the damn back burner. No. Because I would expect that, uh, well, never mind. Because now that I think about Vince it. Is, Vince is the booking shit, now so. Now that I think about it, if they do a loser leaves NXT and Adam Cole loses and he goes up to the main roster, chances are they might just do redragon. Because then what are you going to do with Bobby Fish? Roderick Strong can hang at the middle of the mid card forever and be Sami Zayn. I mean, I was gonna say you can you can do that or you can put him in a fucking tag team with Riddle or something. I I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to keep all parties you know inclusive and do having something to do. Yeah, I know they can't bring them all up together though because I just don't want Kyle to you know go bye bye. No, no, but I think if if anything. He'd be with Redragon, but like, mm. you know what the thing is? I wouldn't be mad at that because, God, the tag team division needs help, too. They need that help. So I, I would be okay with Redragon, even though I know Kyle yeah. can do much more. Yeah. Um, so that's it for NXT. I got I got pretty much everything. Oh, no, no, no. The big thing. Yeah, the big thing. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, They just had something that made makes us so happy. Mm-hmm. And we've been saying for the longest time, NXT needs help. NXT needs this. They need that. They might have just taken care of all that mm-hmm. with the largest signing that they've ever had to the Performance Center. With, what is it, 18 people? 18 people. And there's So some... you think about, like, because the more and more you think about it, this is a huge class. Mm-hmm. Because you think about the NXT signings. Yeah. Because they signed Regal's son. Mm-hmm. They signed the final boss. Yeah. You think about the Dusty Classic signing mm-hmm. of uh, the Mussy Kids, the Rascals. Yeah. Um, minus my guy Trey McGill. Mm-hmm. Then you think about the rest of the guys. Mm-hmm. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Who um, who was included with this with this cast of people? They just shot him up very early. Yeah, aka Eli Drake. If you're wondering who the fuck LA Knight is, <laughs> um, Eli Drake. Then you take um, John Morrison's wife, a uh, multiple time Impact Women's Champion, Ty Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, you take whatever the everyone's calling him a block a Brock Lesnar lookalike. Oh, uh, Parker Bordeaux. Parker Bordeaux. Who does look huge? Mm-hmm. Um, I just hope his in ring is as good. Yeah, because y'all comparing him to Brock Lesnar a lot, and yeah, and it's way, way, his way better be better yeah. than Brock Lesnar because mm-hmm. I'm not here for that. It's way too damn early to be comparing him to Brock. Um, y'all putting him on a pedestal. I don't think he wants to be on. Mm-hmm. But um, the MSK, uh, Regal's kid, the final boss, LA Knight. Taya Valkyrie. You also got a Steiner's son. Rick Steiner's son. Um, on top of Rick Steiner, who looks buff. Mm-hmm. Not like there were buff, but buff. Yeah. Look, he, look, he uh, looks like his dad. Yeah. Thank God. Because if he looked like his uncle. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but they got Rick Steiner's son. Um, Priscilla Kelly, uh, who if you guys don't know, is... Um, uh, 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 Darby Allen's ex-girlfriend. 
Oof. Um, just to, just if you want a visual image of what she might look like. Oof. <laughs> um, okay. Prayers out to Darby Allen. Um, uh, GCW's guy, Leo Rush's rival from GCW, Blake Christian, who's mm-hmm. also in the Super Junior Cup. I like um, that. I like that signing a lot. I like it a lot. I like it a lot because we've been keeping a close eye on Blake Christian just by association, if anything. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to him. Um, and wrestler of the pod, AQA, mm-hmm. from Reality of Wrestling. So, definitely some great signings in there. So, this, just between... This is probably like, one of the best uh, signing classes that I think they've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. With the women, if anything. Because Ty Valkyrie is going to add a lot to the division. Oh, absolutely. With Rhea Ripley heading to the main roster, mm-hmm. Ty Valkyrie is a perfect signing. Yeah, that they they got somebody who can combat that uh, that muscle factor very well between uh, her and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. She's gonna add to the heels because um, I've never seen Ty Valkyrie as a face. She's too self absorbed. I mean, it's possible that they could have her, you know, come in and be the face just because uh, Gonzalez is already a heel. Mm. But who knows? They might bring but her. She's in a, a she's a she's a tall girl and. She's an all-arounder. Mm-hmm. She's done hardcore matches. She's done street fights. She's from Impact, where women wrestling is like held to a high regard. So, oh hell yeah! And she's been in Lucha Underground, like she, cause, so she can move like a cruiserweight. Well, shit! If she move, if she moves anything like her husband, then you know we're yeah, we're she's married to a free runner. Yeah, who like, does parkour. So. Yeah, if she can move anything like John Morrison, then hey, we we got a good signing right there with that. Mm-hmm. And she's she's not she's not. Uh, She's not unfamiliar with crazy because one of her best friends over there uh, in Impact was part of, uh, a, what were they called? Uh, uh, Decay. Decay, which is crazy dead people. I was going to say, look, you, you got Rosemary and Crazy Steve. So she's not unfamiliar with doing like ridiculous stuff. So not gonna... you know, she's, she's an all-arounder. Just a quick side note, not going to lie. I like that Impact brought back Crazy Steve because so do I. I. I was a fan of Crazy Steve's. Um, I mean, it's it's hard not to like Crazy Steve. Yeah, but they definitely did have a great signing class. Uh, I want to see where majority of them end up, and this fucking Brock Lesnar doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you know he's not. Hopefully, he's not Brock. Like Brock in a sense, but not completely. Yeah, Brock. hopefully he's not. Hopefully he's not Brock. Hopefully he's better in ring than Brock. Yeah. Or at the very least, Brock from the two thousands. Yeah, two thousands Brock definitely. Um, also, they rumored to have because you know what? It, it, it's interesting that they're dropping in on these legacies though. Mm-hmm. Because AEW is like king of the legacies right now. Yeah, AEW is definitely... So it's interesting that they're picking up some of the legacies before AEW can snatch them. Mm-hmm. But I think I think AEW is going to have chance to get a couple more legacies mm-hmm. in the in the near future. Uh, so that's NXT. NXT, that's pretty much everything I got. Uh, now we're going to jump into AEW real quick and gloss over some stuff. Uh, first things first is a rumor. I don't know if there's going to be any truth to this or if it'll come to fruition or not, but they have interest in bringing in Zelina Vega, which I'd be which I'd be all for. Do it, do it, and then 
sign Tommy and whenever that contract is up. And I'm glad you said that because that's that was probably the main reason I, I mean, wanted them like, listen, to do it. People that are hanging in the background, don't be like Ricochet. Ricochet, I love you, my guy. Don't be the like Rock Hollister. loves you. But why would you sign till 2024? You're a fucking idiot. Like I don't like. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love like you, Ricochet, but that that kind of why? Like what made? How much money did they put on your contract for you to sign for four more years? I would I would not have touched that contract with a ten foot pole. You're barely on TV as it is. It's like you're losing to Ali, dude. I who think has. Like five, ten people behind him and can't beat anybody. I think what happened was they told him, we're going to give you a shot at the world title. (laughs) Here's your new contract. They're probably only going to give you at the end of that contract so that you sign again. No, I mean in the beginning when he fought Brock. I think that's when they gave him the contract. Like, okay, we're going to give you a world title shot. This is what we got, you know. And talks for you. Here's your new contract, by the way. I Five think years. I've, I've come to a personal decision that clout means absolutely fucking nothing to Dude. Vince McMahon. Because if The Rock can say you are the future of wrestling and you can't get a spot on TV for months, clout and, does nothing. And you're you. losing to... Clearly, clearly, your wrestling ability means nothing to Vince Man. You're over here losing to T-Bar and Blazer and Taser and Razor and... Second opinions mean nothing to this And man. all of the Global Gym Purple Cobras and whatnot. Because if, if if the biggest, most popular person to ever come out of your company can tell you who the future is and you can't give that guy a title, then you're a fucking fail. Hey, hey, no. They gave him a U.S. title. They gave him a U.S. title <laughs> for all of five minutes. It, it was a it, it was a nice five now. minutes. Come on now. It was a nice five this minutes. This man carried a show before. He he beat Joe. This man got the torch from Rey Mysterio, <laughs> and he can't get a world title. Hey, this is this is Vince at its finest. That's why I said I wouldn't have touched that contract with a ten foot pole. Oh God! So angry. So, and you signed for four years. Like I can't even be mad at what happens to you now. Yeah, because you bought that. What am I going to say? Like, they should have treated you better? They were treating you terrible when you signed again. Hey. I can't even, like, what am I supposed to say? I can't help you. If you're trash in the next four years, and you're angry and upset at the end of your contract. You, you, you bought that on your, on your own. I have nothing to say to you. Like, but I honestly think he, I, I don't think he's going to last the four years. He's going to go on one of their next Black Wednesday firings. If, 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 if not the next one, the one after, but he's not going to make it the That's four what years. I'm more upset about. I'm more upset you didn't ask for your release. He's probably just trying to ride out the punches at this point. Like, they better have paid you big money. Facts. Or they better have, they better have told you, they they better have told you that, um, who's who's his girlfriend? Uh, Casey Catanzaro. They better, they better have offered both of y'all some big ass money to stay together. Yeah. Because that'll make no fucking sense. <laughs> but Cedric Alexander, I understand. Now you're with people who matter, mm-hmm. and you can't just jump ship to your wife show. Yeah. And for Adam Cole, I get it. You're Adam Cole. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yes, you have connections to AEW, and you could be there like that. But you're Adam Cole. Yeah, you're fine. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Ricochet, 
Who the fuck is what that the guy? Fuck? Like what the like? What is your incentive? Like he had he, he has no he has no cards up his sleeve at this point. Like he's fucked for the next four I don't years. Understand. Like, like do you not do you not talk he to your friend the, from New Japan? I don't who's know. Like on his way to being IWGP World Champion. I Have honestly, you not talked to him in forever? Because I think he pulled a Deshaun Watson at this point. They offered him a big contract, and as soon as he got the big contract, he's like, fuck, I want out. Maybe that's how they got him to sign. Maybe he bust in the Vince's office like, fuck this. All right? I need money. The aerial assassin just beat Okada, and I'm here barely getting on the fucking show, losing to Ali. They said, I'm okay, leaving. we understand. We like, understand. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. Money. Money. Which is what Tony Khan seems to be doing at this point with everybody. Just how many zeros do you want at the end of your checks? Mm. And if there's anything that can tell you about Tony Khan offering people money. Uh-oh. This new signing, man. Uh, this Paul White guy. This Paul White guy just got signed out of the blue. Paul White? Paul White. I haven't seen that guy since WCW. I know, right? It's been like since 98 since we've seen Paul White. Mm. But if you guys don't know who Paul White is, you better get your shit together because that is the big show. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was a shock. That was a signing yeah. no one and their mother expected. I mean, he's heel turned a lot, but I wasn't expecting yeah, that. Yeah, this, this is probably the biggest heel turn he's ever had. Oh, man. <laughs> like since WCW, maybe. Like this was the biggest heel turn of his. Is Vince pissed? He's gotta be. I can I can picture right now because I seen somebody make a video um, way back when when they were doing the alliance thing. I think it was yes. Um, and Vince was sitting in a room with Stephanie, and somebody's like the best me. And somebody's like, he's in the driveway. He's in the driveway. Take me to the son of a bitch. Take me to the son of a bitch. I'm thinking that's what Vince. <laughs> I think that's what Vince is doing right now when he found out Big Show left. I can just picture him like, where is he? Where is he? Do you think he called first? No. Uh, I think, honestly, it came down to money. Mm. I mean, at least that's what everybody's saying. Like, all the rumors and articles and everything. They're saying they want the re-signed show. Show gave him a number. They didn't like that number. Mm-hmm. So he walked and... Yeah, I think they wanted to give him, like, a Legends deal or some shit. Which is fine, but... But I feel like show still feels like he's an athlete. Well, yeah, because, I mean, Show still wants to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I mean, he doesn't want to wrestle all the time, which given this stage of his life, he's earned that right to not wrestle all the time. But you got to think, like, the man just got in the best shape of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean... Now I can't wrestle no more? Like, Well, no, I yeah, so yeah. I, I think it came down to that and money, and they. I think he's got more opportunity at this stage of the game. Yeah. Over there than he does over here. His Netflix show was canceled. Ah, oh, damn it! And that was actually not a bad show. It it wasn't a bad it, like. It's only getting one season now. <laughs> no, they got two. They got they got yeah, two out of it. But yeah, uh, that yeah, show is definitely that getting canceled. Over. But at least he can say he got a show. Yeah. Um. But I I like the signing. I'm not gonna lie. It, it benefits a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Cause. I think it benefits AW more than it benefits show, but there's also more opportunities for him that are better in AW because it's a territory you haven't 
you know, ventured to before. Mm-hmm. You've accomplished everything you need to in WWE. Everything you could possibly do. And you've given the favor to promote the big, the new big guys. Because mm-hmm. Braun Strowman, you know, you, you had your pass the torch match with him. Yeah. You had your last world championship match with Drew. You've had your matches with Roman. Mm-hmm. Like, at this point, you've done everything you can do to help the new guys. And to, you know, better yourself, get yourself better opportunities. Yeah. You've had a show. You've held every world championship. At this point, you, you've really done everything you can. So if all you want to do is wrestle now and they won't let you, leave. That and I think his last um, his last time on WWE TV wasn't bad. Like mm-hmm. He was on it with somebody who he's great friends with, he's worked with numerous times. Mm-hmm. So for his last time on TV to be with Randy, that, I mean... I don't think it was the greatest send-off match at all. Mm. But, you know, if I had to choose somebody for him to be on TV with last, given the state of the current roster, yeah, I'd probably go Randy. Yeah. Because I don't really think there's anybody else he could have been in the ring with that would have made me feel, you know, sad. And not everyone can have their last match be with AJ Styles, so. Mm-hmm. God, imagine those two in the ring. I don't think, I don't even know how that would work. I guarantee you. Him and almost Or Omos, whatever his name Omos. is. Oh, my God, yeah. He's no. definitely going to fight Shaq, though. Oh, yeah. I, I think that was another reason for him to Shout go. Shut up Vince's ass. Yeah, because Vince wouldn't let it happen for whatever reason. I guess Vince didn't see money, which is stupid. But um, now Tony Khan, he can make it happen. And I really am glad that Tony Khan signed him. Mm-hmm. I I've I've can only imagine how that meeting went too. Just how many zeros does it take? Just tell me when to stop. <laughs> Here, I'll just write the first number. You just write as many zeros as you want came, after do you that. Do think he came in um do you think he came in originally going to say no? Like this is just uh what do you call it? Um just seeing what what could happen? Yeah, like this is all just you know hypothetical. I, hi, hypothetical. Hypothetical. What this if this is all hypothetical? I'm not actually coming here, but I do want to see what you have. To yeah, say. like like there, and you just went. Yeah, like who? Like I think I I could say it was one of those. Like it's one of those moments where it's like I don't think I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna just give you the shot and give you the benefit of the doubt and mm-hmm. let's see what you can offer. Yeah. And then show just seeing the offers, and he was like, "You can wrestle here." He's like, "Yeah, but look, I I I think he just looked at the contract and ten (laughs) million. Like, this is my number right here. It's not about the twenty million. Like, like, yeah, this is my number. This one, (laughs) this. Or what is that? Not enough. We can go higher." I I, I can picture that happening too. He just looks at the number. Tony Khan slides him like a boss and. Show just looks at it and he his eyes just doom. This is my number. Yeah. And Tony Khan and Tony Khan is like, it's not enough. Do you need more? We have more. We have more. I own teams. Like, come on, man. He's got that football money. He's got that soccer money. Dude. He's got that uh what is it, the sports analytics company he runs. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy too, because be part of the future, big show. Come on. I just realized 
I think the cons have way more money than they're leading on. Oh yeah. Because rich, because look, like they got the AEW money, they're signing all these people. Like hey, he's not even the height of his family. His his football team, like I know we don't get into sports on other sports on here, but his football team right now has the most cap space in the NFL. Like they're close to ninety million that they can spend. So I just think they got money everywhere. Like they're just yeah. lifting up mattresses, lifting up, you know, everything and they're just pulling out all these hundreds and everything. <laughs> Maybe that's what he said. If you don't sign, I'm gonna call my dad, and he's got more money than me. All right. If you don't want to sign here, that's and I don't, just, and I don't have enough money, let me just call Pop real quick, and we'll see what Pop can do. You name it, I will get it for you. You want a jet? You want to be like Jericho? <laughs> we can get you that jet. Right. Do you want the same amount we paid him? I'm not afraid to do it. Oh my god! <laughs> Make that Jericho money. No. Don't fight Shaq. Where do you want me to sign? I gave him the bag. He was happy. Damn man, Tony Khan. We got Shaq money. We got Shaq money. <laughs> we got Shaq money. Oh man, but I, I'm glad to see him signed. I want to see. Hopefully, he does great stuff with them. He doesn't need to be, you know, the greatest. But yeah, as long as he does good stuff, I'm yeah. pretty sure everybody will be happy. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely excited for the TNT Championship match with him and Darby Allen. Show and Darby. Yeah, let's let let's see Show and Darby in the ring. <laughs> Just to see him throw Darby all around the ring. Hey man, Sting's not fifteen minutes. Sting's Just, not Sting's not gonna like that. Just and listen, it, they and, got ties. They've been in WCW. I was gonna say, and Sting. Can, I was gonna say, Show can actually say he wrestled Sting in WWE in a tag match. Mm-hmm. But um, since you were talking about Ricochet earlier, and you know him fucking up let's talk about another uh high flyer who's actually doing good where he's at mm. um the main event this week was ray phoenix versus lance archer yes that was a great match mm-hmm. and i i they they had this one spot in the match where i thought ray phoenix messed up like they were on the uh the top turnbuckle mm-hmm. and he went over to like stand on the top rope and it looked like he slipped and he landed on the second rope. Mm. He didn't slip. He did no, that he on did. purpose. Yeah, he's because I seen the his feet. feet are amazing. I seen the feet slip, and I was like, "Oh!" And then he landed, and I'm like, "That bastard did not do that on purpose." Hold yeah, on, let me rewind. I had to rewind it, and I'm like, "I'll be damned! He did that on purpose." And then he yeah. jumped back up from the second rope to the top rope, and did the Spanish fly. Listen, guys, this is why Lucha Underground was so good. Yeah, Phoenix, that match was great, people man. People like Ray, people like Penta, people like John Morrison, people like the Hybrid 2 and Helico and um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jack. They're, they do amazing things all the time. Yeah, man. There, there used to be a guy that was down there in Lucha Underground, and Prince I Puma. Feel really bad for people like Lucha House Party, people like Ricochet. Just anyone from that show who went to WWE to be absolutely nothing. Man, like where's where's Puma when you need him? <laughs> That's neither here nor there. We're not gonna talk it's about just Puma. It's weird that everyone that left and went to anywhere else but WWE is successful. Yeah, extremely successful. And um, the and the WWE Lucha Underground guys are, <sighs> you know, just bottom feeding at this point for the twenty four seven title. Terrible. Um. But yeah, that Lance Archer Ray Phoenix match was a great main event. Um, 
ended with Lance Archer coming out on top, of course. Um, so he earned his way into the ladder match now mm-hmm. for a future TNT title shot. Um, I think right now the only people that are in it are Cody, Archer, um, Pentagon, mm-hmm. and Scorpio Sky. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember how many more are going to be in it or that they're going to allow in it, but I know those four are in it right now. Well, if Jericho would have anything to say, it's probably going to be six people, <laughs> considering he made one of the most historic matches in wrestling history. Yeah, but uh, I don't think anyone's going <laughs> to... Let gonna... WWE tell it. Yeah. Yeah, he was no part of it. No, if, any, if anything, that'll be Vince's brainchild. <laughs> but uh... Why doesn't he get paid for that? Does he get a cut? I'm sure he doesn't get money for that. I, I don't think he was smart. They have a pay-per-view named at, like... I don't think he was smart enough creation. at that time. He should have got that trademarked. He yeah. bread for that. I, I would have got it trademarked first and then did it. <laughs> I was going to say Pat Patterson was getting a cut of the Rumbles at one point. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, but that, <sighs> that was a great main event that they had this week. Um, also... Something looked really, really sad on TV. Mm-hmm. Jericho and MJF, your bastards, beat up Papa Buck. Oh, yeah. Why, Papa yeah. Buck? Why? Yeah. Papa Buck ain't do nothing wrong. It's always the fathers. I don't know what it is, but I, I felt bad for Papa Buck. I feel like that's not the first dad Jericho's beat up. I don't know. Is, that, is there anyone else's parents that Jericho's fought? Mm. He's known. I put it past him. He's known to fight celebrities. I wouldn't put it past him. But I don't. I'm trying to think. I know Edge got seen as pop. Orton got seen as pop. Damn, everybody got seen as pop. Punk got seen as pop. Damn. <laughs> seen as dad just became a punching bag at one point in time. Jericho might have hit somebody's parents, but I'm I don't sure know. he did. But you know what? It's it's. Uh, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, neither would Classic I. Classic heels, especially with MJF. Like he's making fun of Papa Buck. Hey, Papa nice. Buck ain't do nothing. Every you know what it is when I see the Young Bucks dad. You know mm-hmm. who it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. It reminds me of George. George, George, George. I'm gonna say it, and and you're gonna you're gonna like laugh at me. It reminds me of uh, George Mazanin. Oh, God. It reminds me of the Mrs. Dad. Oh, God. Like, leave George alone, man. Like, we, when George was in the ring, we were so happy to see George. That is true. We didn't know we needed George. He was hilarious. Like, we didn't know we needed him at the time. That's true. But when he was in the ring, we're like, yeah, we need George. Come on. Mm-hmm. So I was like, damn. I, and every time George was getting hit, we were like, damn, George, come on. <laughs> Why? You do nothing wrong. And now... And now we got Papa Buck in the ring. And I was like, Papa Buck, why? Poor Papa Buck. He ain't do nothing wrong. But now now I kind of want to see Papa Buck do something. He was selling very hilariously. Yeah, he taught his sons. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at him pulling off his super kick out of nowhere. Oh, God, if Papa Buck can get off a super kick, that'll be funny. Um, But, yeah, I mean, classic heel work. Mm-hmm. I've said it time and time again that MJF is one of the greatest heels in wrestling today. yeah. He's definitely got and some. Good, he's definitely got some good qualities to him. His character work never ceases to amaze me. So, like after they cut that big bad promo, and then MJF is like, "All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to get out of here." Yeah. So, sad. Sad to see Papa Buck get beat up, but uh, 
I know it's just gonna lead to something big at their uh, next pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, it's a it's a really good match. Yeah, I, I think it will be. I think it'll be more MJF carrying the load than Jericho, but mm. we'll see. Um, not too much to report for WWE. I mean, we got a lot of good stuff, but we're just going to report on some of it. Um, fairly predictable for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca made her choice on who she's f- facing at WrestleMania, and to no huge surprise, it's Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, basically, this just tells me that now they really need to figure out who the Raw champions are facing. Because there's not a clear-cut person anywhere. Like, for the world... Please wor- fight out. Like, Asuka, please fight Charlotte. Like, f- for the main... For WWE... Um, for the WWE title, I would say maybe... Maybe Bobby. I, w- I would hope Bobby gets... You know, I would hope Bobby. If Bobby doesn't win coming up, then I hope he gets it at Mania. Mm-hmm. And as far as Asuka goes... Fuck, Charlotte... Fight Charlotte. Why not? Just run it back with Charlotte. Yeah, because dude, why not? Run like, it back a second time. And if and if anything, you could remake your you could make a trilogy that way. Mm-hmm. Because Charlotte won the first time, you have Oscar win the second time. Why not? Dude? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty I'm sure we're tired. This shit with Ric Flair. We're tired of seeing Oscar as the champ, but you know the tag team title thing is over. Yeah, at this just fucking. Run it with Charlotte. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, at this point, just have her run it with Charlotte. And then, you know, Ripley's coming up soon. Uh, you might not be too happy to hear this, but Becky's obviously coming back soon. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, you got your pick of, you know, new... Well, not new faces, but, you know, you got your pick of a new champion. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so Bianca picks Sasha. No surprise there. Uh, like I just touched on, Ripley's coming to Raw. Um needed to happen yeah I, I think they need her on raw more than smackdown their division is trash they need a rear ripley yeah so makes sense definitely made sense I, I could see her getting a world title pretty immediately within this year yeah definitely before the year ends. she she gets the raw women's title i'm i'm willing to say SummerSlam. yeah SummerSlam or money in the bank She's clear, she's gonna be clearly the best on the roster after Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but I will say this though, since Ripley's coming up and Becky's coming back, in a in a short amount of time, I feel like the the division won't be as bad anymore. Because that's a face that fans want to see having Becky come back. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got that good story now, you know, having a kid. I want to show my kid that I'm. I can still be a mom and do this. Mm-hmm. So that's just going to be something fan, fans can, you know, relate to in a way. And then Ripley coming up is going to be the new muscle running around Raw. Um, so I, I think within, by the summertime, their division won't be as trash. It'll it'll definitely be better. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe the writing can go the right way. Yeah. Um, I didn't see this segment, but I just want to touch on it because the clip was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a moment with Cesaro and Seth this week that ended with Cesaro just swinging the holy hell out of Seth, like just to the point where Seth's jacket was like kind of, kind of like zipped. Mm-hmm. 
like halfway at one point. Yeah. And from Cesaro just swinging him and swinging him and swinging him, the jacket came unzipped. Wow. <laughs> the jacket, and then he put his arms out like this, and the jacket started flying off of his arms. And as Cesaro's still spinning him, he's holding the jacket. Wow. As he's spinning. Like, it was just, I didn't see the whole segment, but what I seen was funny as hell to watch. So I, they're, they're really pushing Cesaro. Yeah, I mean, it sucks that he didn't get the title match, but I mean, seeing him and Seth go at it like their old Ring of Honor days, mm-hmm. it's about time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else I got? Uh, Apollo's new look is mm-hmm. definitely unique. His whole new gimmick or whatever they're doing with him. This whole new Nigerian thing. Yeah, I mean... Not something I would have seen him doing at all. But I guess, you know, they're, they're going this route to make him a heel. But I I don't get it. So, here's my rant. I don't care. <laughs> we're, we're just at that point now. We're just at that point with Apollo, just, I don't care. So, so, so let me get this straight, right? Mm-hmm. You were U.S. champ for however long you were U.S. champ because I wasn't really yeah, paying n- attention. N- nobody really paid attention. And you had no character. But now you were champ, so your character was just being the best of the Unforgotten's, basically. Yeah. And then your one unforgotten friend, I, I mean, your one forgotten friend got a group of people. So he had a forgotten army. And your the rest of your forgotten friends were fighting the forgotten army. And nobody cared. And everybody became forgotten. So then the black unforgotten people fought the black people that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> And then suddenly, one of your black friends that was forgotten became somebody that mattered. And it was just you and Ricochet. Still no character. I still don't care. The double forgotten. (laughs) So then you lose the United States title. Because nobody cared in the first place. (laughs) This is just like... Then, then you're forgotten for uh, what a couple more months. Biggie's Intercontinental Champ, and now you're fighting him, but you still don't matter. You still don't have character, so you lose. And then in trying to build your character, because you're this smiley good guy that nobody cares about, because you've never given us a reason to care. Uh, you get a shot at him again, and you lose again. Okay, so now you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do everything it takes because I'm the good guy and I'm rocking my Avia, but I'm not rocking my Avia. Don't even. And I'll never become the Rock because no one cares enough about who I am to give me a heel turn. <laughs> And you fight who? Who did he fight? Nakamura. Uh, yeah, Nakamura. He fights Nakamura, loses again. So now you're a loser. <laughs> now you're not just forgotten. You're a freaking loser. 
and you snap because you're a loser and come at Big E who's not who's already said he's not gonna fight you again because you're a loser. Poor <laughs> Apollo. So you show up the next week, like I'm gonna embrace my Nigerian roots and I brought back this old outfit I used to wear. I and will say this, I know Guess what, dude? I don't care. Like, I will I say no, but I will say this though. I noticed him this time. <laughs> the outfit was brighter. <laughs> I noticed him more. He stuck out on the TV because he was wearing bright colors. Do you know what I see? Oh, the forgotten guy. The forgotten smiley guy is Nigerian. Who the fuck cares? I don't care. He's going to be... You flip all over the ring, and I don't care. Now you're Nigerian. I don't care. Like, you're still the smiley, unforgotten guy. I don't care how athletic you are. I don't care how strong you are. I don't care how many times they try to shove you with a mid-card title. I don't care. Leave. Get off my screen. I don't care. (laughs) I think it's safe to say Stevie Jobber wants to say best of luck, future endeavors, Apollo Crews. Please leave. Like, what's the difference between you and ACH? Who was here for all of five minutes in NXT. Yeah. ACH, the guy that lost to Jacob Fatu in MLW, was the smiley, happy-to-be-here guy in NXT. Well. Him and Apollo Creed are basically... Apollo Creed. (laughs) That's how you know he doesn't like somebody that mattered. My bad. Him and Apollo Crews are basically the same guy. You're smiley, you're happy to be here, you're super athletic, but nobody cares. Like, Well, let's get into something that might make you a little bit happier. Uh, Bobby Lashley's finally getting a world title shot. It's about damn time. Trying to get you to ease down the anger and make you feel Uh, a little bit better. They finally gave him a world title shot. Jesus. And he beat Strowman clean. He needed that. Clean. He needed that. I didn't think it was going to be clean. I thought Miz was going to try something or MVP was going to try something. But, um... Well, here's the thing. And I'm scared because Braun Strowman is a pretty big guy. Mm -hmm. He means a lot. Yeah. Right? He's a big part of the locker room. Is he becoming old Big Show too fast? Mm, Yeah. I think he's going to become Big Show. Because I think that's the issue with him and uh, Bobby Lashley beating him clean. It's great for Bobby, but it's but terrible it does for say him. Something that Braun Strowman can't beat Bobby Lashley clean. Because I feel like Strowman at this point for Mania, if if he doesn't get a world title shot, his match is going to be a joke. Mm-hmm. It's either one or the other. Like there's no gray area. There's and no... at this point, you you kind of forget that he's been a multiple time world champion. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's going to be a gray area with him. He's either going to get the WWE title shot. Or it's going to be a match with someone like Shane. Yeah. There's nothing in between. There's there's literally two routes they can go with this. You can make the world title match a triple threat at the, at Mania. Or give him a match with Shane. Yeah. Like an Extreme Rules match or a street fight or something. Yeah, after he had his whole thing with The Fiend. And he, he had... We're going to get old Bray Wyatt back. He hasn't been the same. He hasn't been the same. Hey, he really has not been the same since the the whole fiend thing. So I'm just I'm just afraid that like great for Bobby. 
He shouldn't even have been in that match. Honestly, you know when it started for me? Um, When Roman came back. Mm. When Roman came back, they took the keys of the kingdom away from Braun. Yes. Gave them back to Roman. Yes. Sent Braun to another show thinking, okay, we can do it on another show. And mm. they just never did it. They just went the McIntyre route. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, after Roman came back, they didn't need Braun to carry the ship no more. Yeah. Um, so, which is why I think this Mania, it's going to be a joke match for Strowman. Which it shouldn't be, but I think it is. Mainly just because I feel like more people want to see Bobby with a world title at this point than Strowman. I think everyone does. Yeah, I like I'm. Does. I don't and think there's. I think there's maybe one person in the entire world who wants Strowman to have the world title more than Bobby. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, we're not going to mention Mrs. Jobber. Uh, <laughs> but Mention, I'm. You know, it's just it's just sad. I just don't want him to fall to the wayside. Uh, completely. Yeah, I feel like it's too soon. Yeah, no, he definitely shouldn't fall to the wayside. But, uh, I just I want. God, I want this. For, it's, for as much as Vince likes big men, um, I feel like the big men come and go sometimes. Mm-hmm, they do. Like they're here, they're champ, and then they're mid card. But I mean, if anybody, if there was anybody that could be the big guy to lead you in the future, I think it would be Braun. Mm-hmm. But he's this generation's big show for sure. But God, I just want I want Bobby, man. I want I want Bobby to be the champ so bad. Like yeah, he deserves it. That'll he deserves it. That'll make up, at least for me, some of the shit they did to him in his career here. Yeah, he absolutely deserves it. You motherfuckers mm-hmm. just better not bring Brock Lesnar back right after that. Fuck it. If you bring Brock back, throw Bobby in there. Yeah, let, but let, it better be competitive. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. I. I it absolutely will be. Squash this guy. It, I think it absolutely will be because they they have no reason to to make it a squash. Mm-hmm. Bobby's been too dominant since he's been back. He's beat too and many big people. we've been asking for Brock versus Bobby since Bobby came back, and you haven't given it to us. Yeah. So if you give Bobby the chip and then you have Brock squash him, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, yeah, no. I would probably turn on. I would I would not watch WWE at that point. So Bobby better win, and you better keep it for a while. I, I, would, I would make it my mission to shit on WWE every week until something gets fixed, mm-hmm. if they did that to Bobby. Mm-hmm. Give they him the world title. The hurt, they better put the title on Bobby, and keep the hurt business heavy champs until at least SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything after SummerSlam, I'm okay with. But yeah, but at least at least give it a decent run. Mm-hmm. He deserves that much. Um, I think that's everything I got, brother. Uh, you got anything you want to say? Um, John Morrison. I wanted you to ask for your release, but now that your wife's here, I guess you're stuck. Uh, Damn turn it. on the Miz. Yeah. Um, Ricochet, ask for your release. Please. Um, you and Casey. Drake Maverick. Ask for your release. Ask for your release. I thought it would be funny seeing you with Nikki Cross's husband but it's not working it turns out i don't even watch i just bypass whatever you're on so just just leave leave go to roh marty go to japan yeah um that's all i got tamatonga good job talking you've been doing great
Just random shout outs. Yeah, just random shout outs to to the indie guys. Um, oh, and Zelina Vega could definitely fix um, what's going on with the Pratt and the Powerful. Yeah, and it, that that would be a good addition to their division, especially since um, uh, what's this girl's name? Um, with Ty Conti, Anna J. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just got injured, so that would be, that, that would be another addition that they could use. Um, but yeah, if they're not going to use Ivelisse. Then use use Zelina Vega. Yeah, it, it could work. Z- Zelina could be a good signing for them. Um, but yeah, that's uh pretty much everything. Uh, as always, we're gonna shout out those people. Uh, Reckless Reckless Pops, uh, D the Toy Hunter, Fetch Frequency. Be sure to check them out when they go live on YouTube. Uh, sometimes we're with them, sometimes we're not. But even if we're not, we're still in there. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I got. Uh. Thanks for listening, guys. As always, uh, stay blessed and stay Stay dangerous. dangerous.